Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we sit down and take a deeper look into this week's teaching. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. Pastor. Shane Boy. How are you, man? How was your birthday? It was really good. It was really good. Um, I think I'm getting to the point now where I just like spending time with people on my birthday, and that's weird. Just kind of like a low-key, just like... Just, just chill. Yeah. Like, wow, well, you can pass by if you want. That's fine. Like, it was yeah, good. You can bring me presents. Yeah. And, yeah I, I, have a, I have some really good friends, Wesley and Karen Wallace, and um, they dropped by and gave me a thermos. <coughs> Still got this cough. Uh, did not get that for my birthday. Still got that. Mm. They dropped by, gave me a thermos and some uh, fresh baked cookies. Man, and I was super jazzed. I was super excited. Like cookies are good. Well, that and just somebody took the time and they didn't like didn't use recipe. It was all from memory. Like it just, mm. I just sentimental. My little heart was yeah. great. No, it was a good one, man. It was a good one. It was also thanks for not singing happy birthday. I uh, really appreciate that. Well, I can't really sing real well and. <laughs> You have a of course with the mood voice. of Sunday a little bit. With I was like, ah, you know, it just seems like a weird transition to like we're talking about this and then it's like boom, let's sing happy birthday. Yeah, so so don't harden your heart. Also, <laughs> happy maestro, <birthday. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cue it on up. Yep. Yeah. But hey, man, I'm not I'm not mad. But I do like seeing you and yours. It's fun. Uh, you squirm a little bit, and that's fun. But yeah. it's like a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Honor, honor, right? Honor, well, I honor guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Man, jumping into some questions from this week, I think that we all know this passage is here. Like, we may not know that it's Matthew 12, but we know that there's, like, the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit because we've probably heard people say it, and we've heard, like, well, it means this, and it means this, or you can't do this. I've heard very few sermons on this in my life. I'm not going to say I haven't heard any. We talked about some, some Mm -hmm. weird things come out of this, but um, was this a difficult passage for you to approach? Yeah, I think it was difficult because, well, one, like you said, there's not a lot of, like over my years, I don't know if I've really, I don't know if I've ever heard a sermon on, I may have heard somebody kind of mention it or whatever, but I don't know if I've ever really heard a sermon on it. So there's not like, I mean, there was plenty of stuff like commentary and, and stuff on it, but like when it comes to like hearing people, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really have much of a reference, you know, or I've never really thought, I mean, I, again, I think I, I knew it was there. Bless him against the Holy Spirit, it's the unforgivable sin, but um, you don't really maybe talk about it a lot, or it's kind of like, what's the point of talking? I don't know. And so it was kind of difficult in that sense. And, you know, I mean, you don't want to get it wrong, you know, of what it is. And so, I, you know, it's that weird kind of approaching difficult texts like that. But I think also at the same time, I think, you know, hopefully people appreciate that we're willing to walk through difficult texts. Yeah. You know, um, and to say like, hey, you know, maybe we people skip this. Like, I'm glad we're not going to skip it. Let's talk about it. You know, and it's if you really think about it, really at the end of it, I mean, it's a pretty it's a pretty hard hard word and a pretty you know sobering warning that Jesus is giving. You know, it, um, and so anyway, I you know I, I enjoyed studying it, and there's still a lot more. I, I don't know if I fully understand everything, um, but I, I did enjoy you know studying it and kind of hopefully unpacking it and I didn't muddy the waters more. Yeah, I don't think you did. I, I mean, I think that with this text all my life, like I said, I've heard a few like super random, like I, to be honest, like just scary sermons uh, about this text, but also like this is like, I remember distinctly 
Sunday school teachers when I was like in, in middle school and high school being like, we don't really know what it is. So like, here's things you just don't need to do. Like yeah. here's a blanket list of things that might be, might not be. And so just the, the fact that you, you took it head on um, and walked through it, uh, I think it was good and kind of looked at every possible way that we could look yeah. at that sermon. So I thought that was really good. Um, one of the things that you referenced uh, yeah, Sunday was Romans 1, um, where it says multiple times that God gave these people up to their thinking, their debased minds, or, or however it was. Um, what exactly does that mean? Like, does God just give up on people at some point? Like, what, what does that mean? Yeah, I think that's where it gets, it gets in, I think, because it was like when I was working through the sermon, my mind immediately went to Romans 1, because it was like that, like, don't reject the Spirit's work in your life because there could get, and what it seems to imply is that, you know, and, and uh, I mean, I don't, I, I guess I fully don't understand everything, but what it seems to imply is like you could get to a point where like there's no more hope for you. Like you've shut out the Holy Spirit's work of drawing you to Jesus long enough where there's now no longer an avenue for you to experience the forgiveness of Jesus. And so, um, and that's a scary thing to think about when it says Romans 1 that God just gave them over. Like they were so resistant to God, rebellious against God, and it's like God just finally says, all right, this is what you want, and just gives them over to it. And that would be a scary thing to think about, you know, because we can know that God does pursue us. God does, um, even when moments we're not seeking, and that's what, I mean, Scripture says, like we, we don't seek after God, and so yet God still seeks after us and pursues us. We love because he first loved us, and so we see that he does pursue us. He does come after us, even sometimes when, when we are rebellious, um, to him, but that's a scary thing to think about. A sobering thing to think about is like, and that was kind of, I guess, what I wanted to leave with the tone of like, "Hey, look, like if God is drawing you through His Holy Spirit to Jesus, then you need you again. You don't need to resist that because not only do you not know your time. I mean, anyone could die at any point. So like, there's that, but also like. I, I don't want, and I don't. I don't know if it's like you run out of chances. I don't know if that, but I don't know if it's like if you're so resistant and rebellious to the spirit. Like if you just finally almost numb yourself to even being able to hear it anymore or feel the conviction anymore. And if that's the case, then obviously there's no more hope for you. There's no. That's why it's unforgivable because there's no more avenue of like you're not going to find forgiveness yeah. any other way. You know. So uh, it's a scary thing to think about. You know. I mean. Yeah. So it's like if God's moving in you like respond, you, you got to yeah. respond Absolutely. to him and and um anyway, there there's a lot of things I I mean, <coughs> you, of course we read in scripture but I still don't fully grasp yeah. all of it, you know. Again, um his ways are not our ways and his thoughts aren't our thoughts. Right. So there's something I just you know, we believe by faith, but we just like man, that's it's pretty complex. You yeah. Know, it, I mean Outside looking in, it's like I, I don't know. So like, and 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 I know from being being in ministry, and and even like with someone that you care for, like you don't want to walk between those lines of like scaring people, yeah. you know, and 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 like hey, you don't you don't know like I, I mean growing up, yeah. that's all that's I, that was always what yeah, I you do know you that. know that you know that you know if you yeah. walked outside and your heart were to stop or if. A bus ran through the parking lot or something like that. It was always like, well, that I understand like the urging there, um, but but also like hey, the the spirit will draw, and so uh, that's it, yeah, 
I don't know. I think that's a that's definitely uh, an okay answer. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we talked a lot about the Holy Spirit, and I think that uh, you know Francis Chan wrote a whole book on this, the Forgotten God, and and we. Growing up, we talked about it yesterday, Sunday morning, whatever morning it was. We talked about joking around about how, um, you know, that that's the that's the one that sometimes get replaced the the Father, the Son, and then the Holy Bible mm-hmm. or the Holy Ghost, and we don't really talk about that or the Holy Spirit, and that's another part of it. But let's focus on these other two. Um, why do you think this is such a hard thing to understand? Like the the just this, and, and I know that we can't master our understanding of like the Holy yeah. Spirit, but like. Why is it difficult for us to understand, and how can we begin to develop some better understanding? Well, I think, you know, one of the reasons why is because, you know, when you talk about the spirit, like a spirit, you know, it's not something really tangible, you know, and so I think there's that level of, like, there's a mystery. We talked about in our home group some of, like, I, I think sometimes there's this, um, not I don't know about misconception, but, like, I can say this to you, like, hey, I feel like the Holy Spirit told me to say this. Well, that could be true, but it also could be not, you know. And so it's, it's kind of like um, it can be relative somewhat. It's not supposed to be, but I think, like, we can make it, like, where it's like, well, because it's hard to really know, you know. Like, how do I, you know, it's, and of course, I think Jesus in John 3 compares the Holy Spirit to the wind, you know, like you see its effects, um, but, you, but you can't really see the you know like grab the actual wind but you see where it's moved where it's been that kind of same thing and so i think in some level there's that of why it's kind of confusing when we think about the holy spirit of like it's it's a spirit it's it's not tangible and so i think it's hard for us kind of to even wrap our minds around even spiritual things spiritual realm you know that you know it's not just the physical and so i think even that just kind of i don't know it's just not what we normally are, are used to and so i think to think about that and um, you know, I think one of my things, and, and I remember I read Francis Chan's book, and that's been a long time ago whenever it came out, but The Forgotten God, and I think that is in some, it could be Baptist circles or other circles, I think that sometimes the Holy Spirit's not really mentioned a lot, but yet when you go through Scripture, I mean, you see it, the Holy Spirit mentioned so much, and even to see Sunday of like one of the main roles of what brings you to Jesus is the Holy Spirit leading you to conviction, leading you to sin, that's the work of the Holy Spirit, and so to to not think about or to not um uh i guess think through pray to the holy spirit i mean i think that i mean you see that god's given us his spirit his spirit fills us his spirit enables us to look like jesus his spirit empowers us to live supernaturally his you know i mean we we need the holy spirit and so i think um I don't know. The more and more I, I we kind of it's been brought up the past couple of weeks, and so I, I don't know. I've been doodling uh, some notes and stuff down. Of you know, I definitely I've thought about it for a while, and I and but I, I think I I want to do a series on the Holy Spirit to kind of dive deeper into the things of the Holy Spirit, um, because some and and I don't want to just say it's just Baptist circles because it's not, but like I've heard a lot of people over the years. It's just like I remember it was at Ravel. I did um, it was before I came here. I did a. Um, I think Dr. A was out out of town, and so I did like two Sundays in a row, and I did it on the Holy Spirit for two for two weeks, and like I had so many people have been like, I've never heard a sermon on the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, you, you know, you, you're almost like, how? how how have you not heard about a sermon about the Holy Spirit, about who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit does, you know? But I mean, I had a lot of people, and was like, man, I've never heard anyone teach on the Holy Spirit, and so I don't I don't know if that's a good thing, you know. 
Um, now, uh, we also know there's other circles that are super obsessed with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. To a, I don't want to say obsessed like in an unhealthy way. I'm saying, but that like get in a really weird place with it. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's you know I I think it swings in a pendulum. I think in some ways we've seen maybe Holy Spirit stuff where it kind of like that's oh, kind of weird and kind of mystical and kind of like really strange. And so sometimes we swing it to the opposite direction of like almost like ignoring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so probably. Has yeah. to be some balance in there. When I was in college, um, I had a professor, uh, Dr. Gilbert, and he told us that during a period of time, there were Baptists called the Shouting Baptists. Okay. That's what they called them. Uh, and they would, I mean, stand up, like uh, whatever it is. Um, but I, I can't remember the time period, but different groups and different, you know, religious, different denominations kind of were tapping in on that. And kind of went to the extreme with it, where like some Baptists were like, "Well, we're going to do this, but we're going to kind of monitor it." And then some groups went to the extreme, and then it turned into like, "Well, we don't want to be we don't want to be that. classified with them or yeah. anything like that." So we're just going to pull back, and and that's I mean, that's in college. That was one of the things that he taught us was like, that's why we see some of that in Baptist churches today. And so I think that I think that that's a, a sermon series I'm looking forward to, um, just to to walk through that because I think that it will be. It'll be good, but also challenge our thought yeah, and for sure. challenge our, our thinking on things. Um, do you have any more additional thought from this Sunday? Anything else? Um, <coughs> not really. I don't guess. I mean, there was a lot to lot to unpack, but um, there wasn't too much. I don't. I don't think I really left out any of my notes or whatever. So I think we tried to cover it as best. The only thing that I, I was thinking of that we didn't touch on somewhat we did in home groups but like is the practical of like practically what does it look like to you know blaspheme the holy spirit and so um but i think in some of those uh, i didn't want to get super specific because in some ways i don't not that i don't know but you know you don't want to i don't want to say the wrong thing you know and then it not be right or something like that absolutely um Man, now moving on to our last question of the day, our Know Your Pastor portion of the podcast. Um, growing up, young James Doty, young James Oliver, just dark-haired, blue-eyed little boy just running around. Whenever he came inside, say on a rainy day, if your parents would put on a movie, because every child has a go-to movie, what was James Oliver's, I'm going to wear this VHS tape out movie? What age am I? Like, uh, let's say prime years of five to eight. So I don't remember the name of this movie, but I remember going. I know it sounds weird. Is that we would go to? Uh, if you if you ever been to Rabel before, there's a Sonic and there's a building right beside Sonic, and that used to be at the video store. Okay. And so I remember Dad and I would go in that video store, and there was this Spider Man live action Spider Man movie. And it would be the movie that I would get all the time and rent it. But I can't – I mean, it could have been called The Amazing Spider. I don't remember. I had to go back and look at it, but it's like a live-action Spider-Man movie. Not like Tobey Maguire, not – I mean, not not any of those movies. I mean, it was um, – I don't know. My mom and dad would probably know what it was, but um, – That's – see, I would have thought some – Disney or Pixar or something nah. like that, man. That's. I mean, I do like I do like those, but I remember always wanting to watch that. Or I mean, I watch Batman a lot too. So, 
See, I would I would have thought Batman. I thought Batman. But no, that's that's interesting. Spider Man. So you got like a little soft spot in your heart for Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just learning all kind of man, that's why we do this. Know yeah. your pastor. That's yeah. it. Man, gonna have to buy some Spider Man gear now. He's got a you got a Michael Keaton Batman head in your office, so we're just yeah. gonna have to get you a, a Spider Man Spider Man mask. mask. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What about is is Chapel trending towards Batman or see a Spider Man guy? Yeah, he's more right now trending toward dinosaurs. <laughs> hey, man, I get it. So, I mean, yeah, he does like superheroes, but right now he's more into dinosaurs. I get it. So. I, I totally get it. Man, dinosaurs are fun. Well, man, um, that was a, probably a, a difficult passage to to kind of get all your thoughts together on, but uh, I've talked to a few people, and it, the the overwhelming consensus has been, man, I'm, I'm thankful that he's faithful to preach texts that are hard and doesn't shy away from it so i mean us as a church body to you man we we really appreciate you um just walking through stuff that honestly we need to know because um, i think that the flip side of this causes believers to live more missionally i think that it can spur us to to live more missionally and and, and be you know jesus to the people around us so man i appreciate you taking some time and sitting down with us and thank you for listening to another episode of tuesday take